now that we've shut down the Patreon and we're no longer putting out new episodes over there, we wanted to put some of the old episodes out here on the free feed. But due to how old some of them are, we wanted to provide a little bit of context before each episode. So this episode was recorded on May 26, 2022, and this is a question we pulled out of there from our good friend Tiffany. Thank you for the question, Tiffany, and we're going to jump right into the episode. Tiffany wants to know how to build a strong word of mouth referral program. So outside of great customer service, do you have discount suggestions? Do you have email flows, et cetera? John, I'm going to let you go first because I, I kind of want to figure out how to say what I'm trying to say here. Do you have any thoughts on how to build a strong word of mouth referral program? Well, I mean, Tiffany says outside of great customer service. And, and I think that's one of the strongest ways um, that you can... I mean, to, to get people to word of mouth refer you, you have to stand out. You have to stick in their mind. I mean, that's the first thing. So how are you going to do that? Well, obviously your service is is a big part of that. And if you go above and beyond your competition um, or even what that person is used to experiencing online uh, from other e-commerce retailers, even if they're not your competitors, that's one of the strongest ways um, that you can do that. But I think... So I think that's at the heart of it, right? It has to be a great experience from the moment they get on your website to the moment they receive the product, but also past that, you know, you can give them post-sale support as well, which will make you stand out as an e-commerce business because not really any e-commerce businesses do that. Um, and so one of the things, little things I talk to people about uh, in our program in Dropship Breakthrough is like, uh, which ties a lot into getting reviews and that sort of thing, video reviews, et cetera, but like, why can't you call your customer, particularly if you have a customer service team, if you've got people that are answering your phones in their downtime, get them to follow up your customers, give them a call or use a service like Bonjoro, right? To send them something and follow up to their sale and say, hey, how's everything working out with your product? Is it okay? Is everything good? Are you happy? Is there anything else we can do for you? Um, and just stuff like that is going to make you stand out so that when that person is talking to their friends, their family, who most likely share similar interests to them a lot of the time, which will be the, the passion or the interest thing that they're buying your products to serve. They're going to say, oh man, if you need to buy this, I bought it, I bought mine from whatever your website is. And they were awesome, right? They were awesome. I had a great experience and that's going to make them more likely to recommend your word of mouth. Now, outside of that though, I do think where you can, you should be including um, or you can certainly include like calls to action for people to do that, right? So, uh, and, and there's lots of different ways you can do that. But if you want people to do something in general, you need to tell them to do it. So that's, that's like, can you have a referral program? Can you have a loyal, uh, like, um, you know, I would not, not, not an affiliate program as such, but like a referral program. Give, can you do something for people who do refer you and, um, successfully push other customers towards you uh and that, i mean that will certainly help yeah i'm over here taking notes trying to get this out of my head so the fir the first thing that i'm thinking of is something you know throwback to a previous patreon episode where john was kind of ranting about how you shouldn't have product name surplus.com product name warehouse direct.com product name direct.com you know like you shouldn't have a generic url because no one's going to fucking remember it in the first place, right? So that's the biggest issue. If you if you have a URL, if the name of your business isn't something that's actually memorable, you've got a real problem on your hands. 
and it's exacerbated by this next thing that people typically remember brand. So if somebody bought, if I bought a sauna, I was telling John how great the fucking sauna was and I was getting my sweat on every day and I loved it. He would be like, what brand did you buy? Not where did you buy it from? What brand did you buy? Right. And so like, first thing I have to do is tell him the brand that I bought, we'll call it Sunray saunas. I bought a Sunray, John. And, and then that maybe if, if, if John's lucky, he'll, ask me where did you buy that from right not not just sunray and then he'll go do his own research right and so we have to number one be memorable and also like we have to go through a two-step process your customers have to remember the brand they bought and where they bought it from and so you have to do everything you can to number one fulfill all of their needs and then number two like give them like she said great customer service give them a wonderful buying experience and you can do that through a bunch of ways so um we have a we have a topic we've been thinking about talking about john which is love your customer customer. And so for a business I was part of, we built out this amazing love your customer sequence, or it was on its way to being built as I got bought out. I'm not quite sure if I can talk about it all or not. So let me get the okay on that. And and we can deep dive into the love your customer thing. But what I really want you to think about listening to this is like, people come to you to solve a problem. They're on a journey and they're buying a product from you to take them from point A to point B. And if you just simply sell them the product, they're not going to just get to point B on their own. Maybe they will. Some of them will. Uh, Some of them likely won't, right? And so what can you do to provide them great customer service, great follow-up, great email sequences on how to actually use the product? Maybe if you have a bunch of margin, you can throw in little things to make them actually use the product and, and get them to come back to your site, maybe learn some trainings on how to use the product, whatever you can do to take them to that other side. They bought this product from you to be a different person, to go on a journey, help them get there. And once you get them there, they will happily tell everyone about how this product got them there because it changed them. It it, it, it helped them achieve the goal they were trying to achieve. And so uh, that's my advice in simple terms is like get them from point A to point B. And it's not simply selling them a product and then never talking to them again. Mm. Yeah, I think that's important. So I think you definitely, uh, the brand recall thing you're mentioning, that that's a huge thing, absolutely. Um, and so also, as you say, continuing after the purchase to make sure you, you're staying at the front of mind of your customers, your existing customers, even after you know they've bought something so that they're able to remember your name when they're talking to other people. But I think it's important also to say like from, from a psychological perspective, like if you think of your customers, like I talked about having a, a referral program or something like that. I think that's, that's okay. Right. But I don't really think any of that sort of stuff is that necessary. If you think about the reason why people recommend brands to other people, it's actually like, you think about yourself, why do you do it? Um, you do it to help that person. Like, because usually it's going to be a friend. It's going to be a family member, somebody, you know, you want to help them and you're actually doing it because it makes you feel good about yourself. Right. And it also gives you a bit of a status thing, right? You're helping somebody else within your circle. That's the reason people recommend brands. And so because of that, it's actually a fairly natural and organic process. I.e. you can't directly force it to happen. People don't do it because they want to help your business. They actually do it because for themselves and to help the people they care about. Um, and so the main thing is, is that they can just remember who, that they've had a great experience. They can remember who you are when they need to, but it's not like they need to have any reward or anything like that. Like there's some brands that I use all the time that I have recommended. I recommend them in videos to our students. I've, I've probably recommended them hundreds of times to individuals and I've never used their referral programs once, even though they have them. Right? Not once. I just recommend them because I love the product. 
and because I want other people to love the product. I want other people to have that same great outcome or experience that I had from those products. Um, and so, and that's because, you know, those brands, you know, there's a handful of brands that I absolutely love what they do for like everything they do, their product, their packaging, the way they deliver the product, all this sort of stuff. Uh, I just think they're fantastic. So I just, I would always recommend them without any sort of deriving any particular benefit to myself other than, other than that. Yeah. I would encourage everyone to sit and think, what is something you buy that you are happy to rant to somebody about how amazing it is? Right. That's it. Now, now sit down with your notebook and write out why that is. Like John said, I, I order from companies who their emails are unbelievable. The packaging shows up and I I'm delighted by the packaging. The product itself does what it's promising it's going to do. Right. And I love it. You know, I often think of supplements do that. They do this very, very well. They, they make a promise to you. Hopefully that promise is kept through that supplement. The packaging is always amazing. The emails are always on point. They're always finding a way to get you to come back and buy more. Uh, and so what can you take from a brand that you love how are they delighting you and how can you implement that in your business and i know it's hard to think about when you're a retailer versus actually owning the brand but trust me there's a lot of ways that you can do this and i really hope uh sean if you're listening i know he's not listening but sean if you're listening give me permission to to talk about how we did this in one way and i think it's a really cool idea um and i'd love to like put this in the course john the whole love your customer thing we just have to find you know, some lucky volunteer who, uh, you know, we can build something out in their business that at first it's probably going to give you stress because, you know, it's a lot of work, but at the end it's going to, it's going to pay big dividends. Just really in the end, take care of your customer, have a great product and take care of your customer. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you do have to think a bit laterally when you're a dropship because you don't have direct control over the product or usually the packaging and things like that. But just think about how you can like in, inject your business into that overall fulfillment process. And then obviously the follow-up after a sale is made. I mean, that's all you, that's all you, you know, you can make that whatever you want it to be. You've got comp complete control over that. Um, so just, yeah, it's a great suggestion to sit down and write down what you love about brands that you buy um, and just think about how you can twist what they do or, or how you can mirror that, but in a drop shipping way and man, you'll come up with ideas.